Hello. Hola. Welcome. Hi. Bonjour. Oh, that's very nice, Ryan. Week nine. Yeah. Undesignated players here to uh, help you prepare for another week of Fantasy MLS. Week nine? Yes. Sweet. I'm your co-host, Ryan. With me is my lovely and charming co-host, Sarah. Thank How you. How you doing, Sarah? Oh, that's so nice. I don't know that I really would say I bring the charm to this podcast, but... I think you're charming. MLS's so. sweetheart. Yeah. So. Yeah. MLS, yeah. <laughs> MLS's sweetheart. I like that. I was kind of hoping for that title myself, but that's okay. You're, you're worthy. That's okay. I, it's like my consolation prize for being bad at fantasy. You're not bad at fantasy. Well. How, how was last week? Was it bad? It was okay. You were bragging to me a lot early in the day. On Sunday and on Saturday, maybe. I don't remember which. I don't Can't know. have gone that poorly. I don't know that I was bragging. Okay. I was feeling confident. And then uh, what happened was it turns out a lot of people just had players in the later games. So I ended up, it, it was a fine week. It was like, it was pretty good, but it wasn't, it at the beginning looked like it was a really above average week and uh, it did not end up being an above average week. So how many points did you finish with? 95. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the average was well below that. Again, the average is pretty much pointless, so it's hard to say what the actual average is. But I, my gut says if you got like above 85 points-ish this week, that was probably a strong round. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. My my rank continues to drop in the overall, so I'm that's, that's what I'm basing it on. I'm looking at the top, top players, so I just pulled up the top 30, and most of them scored in the low hundreds, high 90s. Some in the mid, some in the the 110s even. So, yeah, okay, I feel like above 90 was a strong week, probably. But you, you got above 90, so that's good. It was, it was okay. Any proud I, moments? I needed really good. Um, let's see. Well, I made a couple of last minute switches, which worked out. Like, I put Lud on my team. He got eight points. Nice. I, that was a beatdown. I put Carlos Heel on my team and Captain Tim. And it actually would have, I mean, I still had Drew UC. It would have been the same if I had Captain right. Drew UC. They got the same amount. That was fine. Um, Campana worked out for me. Otherwise, I don't think anything was too exciting. Like, my def- most of my defenders, well, two of three of my defenders did well. I don't know. It was fine. Disappointed in some of my picks, but I think something that, like, I have just been failing at, which is probably going to go into my strategy for this week, is, like, none of my bench picks ever hit. I think this was a bad bench week for everyone. No, but I've had, like, this is weeks in a row for me where I'm just, like, spending moderate amounts of money in a lot of positions instead of paying up for people who are probably going to have a better chance at getting points. And then the cheaper people just don't come through. Like, I never get any surprises. I will say, for as much as I I scoffed at... I don't want to say I scoffed at the budget game, but I don't think I I focus as much on the budget game as everyone else because, I don't know, I, I... don't love playing that way, and mostly just because I can't help myself trying to pick what I consider, like, differential or sneaky picks. Um, 
But this is a week where I think the value of having top end talent really, really showed up. Like if you were able to, if you were able to make the funds in your lineup for Carlos Heel and Drew C, and you were able to take Castellanos as opposed to maybe Magno, um, obviously like Drew C instead of Fagundes, let's say, who was another popular pick this week. Um, if you're able to take Carlos Vela instead of Arango, another, I think, player who was quite popular this week at his price point, um, that paid off for you. We saw we saw the big names perform this week. And so, yeah, something to be said for having the money to just shove all those guys in your lineup. Um, you know, there are going to be weeks that the cheaper players do outperform the better players. But the again, the more expensive players perform, on average, better. And so this is a game of of averages and, and across a long season. So unfortunately we expert fantasy players can only give you this expert advice to pick the good players. But I had a decent week. I got 104 points, which I was satisfied with. Um, I had a couple of bad picks. Pomacall threw up a two. That was pretty bad. Um, who I had, I think on the pod, I said I was going to have Velasco, but then I downgraded him to Pomacall to save some money. That probably actually helped me in the long run because that money allowed me to get Driussi and that was a big upgrade over Fagundes. Um, I also made the mistake of not switching Almada to Lodero, which I could have done and just didn't. And that cost me a lot of points too. But overall, happy with, with 104 points. I think I moved up a little bit in the rankings. Still not quite where I want to be, but you know, the season, the season is, Still young. I know I say it every week, but it's it's only week nine. How many weeks? 30-something. I don't remember. 36? Uh, oh, I don't for know. some reason, I thought it was like 20 weeks, and I thought we were almost halfway there, but we are not. No, it's definitely not 36. I don't know why I think that. It's got to be like, because we have double game weeks, right? Um. Oh, you know what it probably says in the leagues? Like, the ch- 24. See, that's not too bad. Wait, no, 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 that can't no, be true. That's wrong. Oh, that's up to the that's how long the qualifiers go, and then there's fantasy champions league after that, right? Yeah. So I don't know how many weeks, twenty eight maybe or something, thirty. I really should know this, but I don't remember the number <laughs> off the top. They keep adding teams. Does that change the number of weeks? I don't know. I don't probably not, no. Feels like it should. Um They've added like two teams. Well I mean this year they added one team. Yeah, but they just like keep adding a team every year basically. And so They've added, like, four teams total. What are you talking about? I don't know. Do you know how many teams they've added? Do you know how many original MLS teams there were? I know, but, like, in not in re- in recent years, they haven't added, like, eight teams. They've added, like, four teams. I mean, what do you consider recent years? Recent years? What do you mean, what do I consider recent years? I, they add- Recently, since, like, 2019. Uh, sure. Well, I mean... Okay. That's recent years. You're That's right. Like they three only, years. You're right. They did not add like 10 teams in three years, but. Yeah. I mean, they've added, I don't know. They've added a team. They added a team like every few years, basically. They had a bunch in 1996. Eh, not really. A lot of teams like since the late, since the like 2010s started, but they keep adding more. Well, they're basically done now, right? I don't know. Do you believe Don Garber? Do you believe that they're actually done after St. Louis? Or, well, no, there's one more franchise right after that. I don't know. St. Louis will be 29, so they're going to add one more to go to 30. It's probably going to be Las Vegas. Might not be Las Vegas, but it's probably going to be Las Vegas. And then the question is whether or not we believe that they're actually going to be done at 30. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they end up going to like 32, but yeah, I, I don't really, I don't... there are people who think they'll go to like 40 oh, and then do like, do like two, like MLS one, MLS two and do promotion relegation. I, I can't see oh. that happening. Yeah. No, I think they need to make it more popular first before. They I don't think it. there are 40, I don't think there are 40 cities in the United States that can support MLS soccer. There are like barely 40 cities that can support like other pro sports. I mean, I guess they could probably, but. I think the NFL could probably find 40 cities to support yeah. it. Um, and maybe the NBA. But, like, not baseball. Definitely not hockey. Although hockey, I mean, hockey's expanded. Yeah. What are they at, 31? What were the, the Knights? They, I don't know. I don't, I, I can't comment on this. Baseball, I, I think, is expanding. They keep saying they're expanding. Despite popularity just, like, plummeting? Yeah, I don't know what the deal is there. I feel like the talk was that they were going to put a team in, like, Montreal or Charlotte. MLB expansion. Oops, I just typed expand. Um, six days ago on ESPN.com, Nashville, potential MLB in Nashville. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with baseball. Like, is baseball actually dying? I don't know. My interest has died. Yeah, my interest was barely there, to be honest. Baseball's fun to watch in person for our well, European... Base- for yeah. European listeners who probably haven't experienced a live baseball game before. Yeah, no baseball. I like... I mean, this is unpopular with people who like hockey. I like hockey in person. I don't really care for hockey on TV. I like baseball in person. I don't. I can't watch a baseball game on TV. I don't think it's that unpopular to say hockey is better in person than on oh, TV. Okay. I think that's pretty common, honestly. Hockey on TV. I mean, <laughs> I mean, one of the like things with hockey on TV is like people have a hard time watching the puck. I mean, that's like a lot of my issue. Like back in the I don't know '80s or something, they had like. Oh, I'm sure it was, like, impossible to see. Well, they had, like, a Technicolor, like, like, you know, like a, you know, you could, like, have a mouse, like, with, like, a heat thing, so, yeah. like, like, a heat tracker or whatever? They had that on the puck. It was, like, a cheesy oh. graphic. Uh, maybe I'll go find a picture of it, but, like... Well, probably because the resolution of TVs was so bad that you, like, literally couldn't see it. Yeah, I mean, I think that literally was why, um, yeah, it's, like, foxes, see, look at this, it's, like glowing a glowing puck (laughs) like it's just yeah the puck had basically like a graphic i don't know like almost stream coming from behind it it looks like a comet yeah it kind of looks like a comet to like show where the puck was going um but yeah baseball is good in person minor league baseball is a fun that's like a fun yeah pastime i'd say because then tickets are cheaper still kind of get the same effect they tend to have, like, really great, like, they'll have, like, really cheap beer nights or something. And you have all the best mascots. It's your favorite minor league mascot. Do you have a favorite minor league mascot? I don't know any minor league baseball teams. There are so many good ones. I think, uh, like, I like the the Montgomery Biscuits. It's such a good one. It's like a biscuit with eyes. Looks like a, like a McDonald's mascot. Um, that's awesome. That's, I, yeah, I've been to their, I drank beer in their stadium for a, for a science conference once. That was super random. The Montgomery Biscuits. Um, there's like the, the Eau Claire Dock Spiders. Which are like spiders that are under darks. Oh, Hartford has a funny one. It's like the Yard Goats or something. I don't... Okay. But here here we go. The best the best uh, minor league baseball team. Let's see. I'm going to pull out some of the ones I think are great. Uh, oh boy. This is actually a long... This is, holy crap, this is a long, the, okay, the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. (laughs) It's a good one. Uh, (laughs) Modesto Nuts. 
That's not that's not one of the best ones. I just saw that. That's kind of funny. The Amarillo Sod Poodles. The Sod Poodle. A Sod Poodle is a, apparently a nickname for a prairie dog. <laughs> the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Oh, the the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Oh, I love that one. Um, yeah, a lot of great, a lot of great minor league. This is something that world soccer, the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Some of that world soccer is, is missing. Oh my god, the the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. How could I forget? You know what? This is just, again, we talked about this last week, but all these stupid fucking MLS expansion teams that come in and are just like, eh, this FC, this SC, this United, whatever. Like, you could have been so funny and creative, but no. I think... There's no originality these days, Ryan. I think what I will do is I will, this week, if I remember... Go through and rename every MLS Rebrand all the MLS teams as, like, minor league baseball teams. So, like, not, like, good... Well, I think they're good. Do we want to... We could make this a lot... We could play the long game and, and we can make logos for all of them. Oh, my God. That sounds... Who what, Like, draw them from hand? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do one a week. Yeah. That could be fun. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, okay. All right, I'm liking this. That would be a fun this. little project. Yeah, all right. All right. You, yeah, you can you can come up with the brand and all. And all. Okay, we can... I'll do it. We'll, we can do it. Yeah, we can come up with it together. Okay, we'll come up... We will be taking suggestions, too. So tweet at me if you have suggestions for teams. But I don't know whether the... So, like, the thing that's fun about minor league baseball teams is, like, mostly they... Which is my my issue with, like, a lot of MLS team names and sports teams in general. Like, they actually usually have something to do with the the city they're in, Mm -hmm. even if it's something, like, kind of cheesy. Again, like the Montgomery Biscuits. It's, like, southern food. I just... Have you seen the uh, the biscuit before? No. Look how how wonderful it is. It has butter for a tongue. (laughs) It's so funny. I, like, it's actually taking a lot of my willpower not to buy... Some Montgomery Biscuit stuff right now. I think you should. Well, okay. Not right now, because we're, like, recording a podcast. Yeah. But I would endorse I'm you. I'm literally looking at their hats right Montgomery now. Montgomery Biscuits gear. I mean. Do they have a hat that just has the biscuit on it? Oh, it's great. It, it's a biscuit. Well, yes. They have one just with the. Look. look oh, it's got one with bacon. Oh, my God. Well, so there's one with, like, just the hat. Like, just. See? It's, oh, like, nice. just him. And then, like, they their standard one is, like, the M for Montgomery. But he's got the little. <laughs> The the Cute. the biscuit mascot is peering out from wow. behind the M. I'm not I'm not really a fan of any baseball team right now, but I think now I'm a fan of the Montgomery yeah. Biscuits. Montgomery, nice little city. I liked it. They gave you a really long time to cross the streets. Sounds uh, really humid. Yeah, and it, it, like a river goes through it, and it kind of smells like swamp. But that, that was nice though. It was cute. Oh man. Oh yeah. Wow. This is going to feel so disingenuous because I was like there and didn't buy one. I <laughs> like buy one of these after the fact, but I'm totally going to buy one of these hats after the fact. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Yeah, we're, we will rebrand all these MLS teams. So if you're from an MLS city. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You probably know more than me, despite my weird obsession with American geography. So tweet at us and, and tell us what you think your, t- your city should be. Because I... I mean, I'm sure I can come up with a good one for the Rebs, but, oh, man. Do we, what's the most minor league I know we haven't, like, talked about MLS fantasy shit at all, but, like, what's the most minor league name left in MLS? Is it, like, is it the New England Revolution? Oh, the San Jose Earthquakes is pretty dumb, honestly. Yeah. 
I mean, I love it, but, like, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, that's probably the most minor league I mean, there's only a few... Right, there's only a few mascot teams even left. Like, there's Houston yeah. Dynamo, but, like, what is... I mean, Dynamo's not really, like, a thing. I mean, Real Salt Lake is just the worst name in MLS. Yeah. Can we agree on that? Right? Yes. Like, I... Yes. We probably talked... We've talked about the logos, like, I think in a past season, maybe. We talked... Like, last year, we talked about the logos. Um... Yeah, we've had lots of conversations about the logos. So we don't need to talk about that again. But I think I think Real Salt Lake has the worst name. I agree. Because, like, how many people actually speak Spanish? I mean, I don't know. Are there Hispanic people in Utah? I mean, I know it's, like, a lot of Mormons, but I assume there's, like, a lot of Hispanic people, too. I mean, there are too. probably Hispanic people, but, like, not enough to right. merit a name that it pulls from Spain. Yeah, right. It's not even... Right, exactly. It's a Span- it's right, Spanish... It's Spanish-like Spain. Yeah. Not even, like... Mexico or or some other Central American country where there tend to be more immigrants in the United States. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty city. If there if there actually was a city that would be Real, I don't like I don't even know what city it would be in the U.S. I don't know. Maybe something at least that had like the like maybe Charlotte should have been right. Like at least they have like the the royal moniker. Yeah. You know, or, or Cincinnati, like our two queen cities. Yeah. Whatever. Clearly, they have people. I mean. This is just a business, so clearly they have some statistics or money or shit that just, like, they just look at the numbers and clearly tells them that brands with the United or City or FC names do well. I mean, I think they just want it to be, like, taken more seriously. I think it's, like, more of a, like, they're trying to pull fans, who like, Americans who watch European soccer into this league... And they're probably not going to do it by, you know, having, like, the Orlando Mickey Mice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's probably going to be something Disney-related with Orlando. Meh. I mean, it ha- like, that is what Orlando is. No, it's more of a city than just that. Yeah, but, like, that's why it's probably Orlando the biggest thing people know about Orlando. more of a city. How many pro sports franchises does Orlando have? Two? And the Magic. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that in Orlando City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a huge city, honestly. But does the magic refer to the Disney magic? Or is it just No, I don't well, Were they a team that moved from somewhere? I don't know the history of the Orlando Magic. Um They're not like I, I mean I think they're from the eighties, aren't they? So I don't think oh, I don't know. Let's see. I mean Shaquille O'Neal played for them. Um Yeah. Yeah, they were the first ever Orlando Sports Area one awarded in 1987. I mean that's before Disney World, right? No. Oh, when Disney did... just had their 50 year anniversary. Oh, yeah, you're right. 71. I don't know why I thought Disney World was in the was in the 80s or like the 90s. That wouldn't make any sense at all. Actually, I don't know why I would even think that. Um, okay, maybe. Who knows? I don't know if it <laughs> tries to even team identity. Oh, okay. Well, uh. Yeah, yeah, it's Walt Disney World, I think, is the motivation for it. Huh. All right, well, maybe we can still rip off that. If you're from <laughs> Orlando, give me some ideas. I don't think we have any listeners from Orlando. Maybe we do, though. Okay. Um, is that Shall enough jibber-jabber? We... Should we get into the into the meat <laughs> of the pod? Should we talk about, you know, the, the sport that we came here to talk about? Yeah, okay. Um, let's clean those sheets. Who? No. Who, what? Why? There are none. Um, I think this is a hard week for clean... Like, last week was a good week for clean sheets. This is not a good week for clean sheets. Have you identified anyone that you think 
potentially could I don't think could help us. anyone I pick will, but I think like the There's, I see one matchup that to me feels very clearly like a good shout, and then everyone else I think is is muddled at best. Um, let's see. I mean, like Montreal, maybe. Uh, that would be on my like possible like on my good bench contender but muddled list. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's like honestly. I think the clear best one is Orlando at home against Charlotte. Oh yeah. I mean, I know I know Orlando got manhandled by the Red Bulls last week, but like New York Red Bull are really good on the road, so I'm not really going to take that much stock in it. Like, I still think Orlando are a good team, and again, Charlotte not really creating much. Like they, you know, their matchup against Colorado. This past weekend was a really easy dunk for a clean sheet, and I could see it happening again. Although I expect Orlando to score this time, unlike Colorado. So that, I mean, that to me is the clearest one. And then I think honorable mention to NYCFC at home against San Jose, although they've been a little leaky. Um, I think LAFC is, ah, it's not great. Minnesota are playing well. Colorado at home against Portland. I don't know. Something about Portland. The pieces, they just seem not, they're a little disjointed. They're not bad. They're just like, I don't know. They're not reliable. I mean, if, I mean, I'm, Chicago have been good defensively this year, generally speaking, but I'm not going to take them against the Red Bulls, who have been great on the road. And then like the early games, right? Like Toronto against Cincinnati. I mean, Toronto is so leaky. Montreal, again, Atlanta is having a really hard time scoring right now, but Montreal's defense has been horrible. So like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm almost tempted to take the Galaxy on the road at Real Salt Lake, and I think that's like, bleh. I don't know. Honestly, they've been horrible, but I think I think you could look at the Revs. It feels really weird to say, because Inter-Miami has been very good, right? Four straight wins. Leonardo Campana has been excellent. That was a great pick you had last week. Um, but I don't know. I just feel the same way about that. I feel the same way about this game the way I felt about Charlotte. Like, even when these bad teams are playing... Well, it's still, like, hard to go to Gillette Stadium and get, like, a good result because Gillette Stadium is just, like, a gross, awful place to play soccer. So I'm I'm willing for the cheapness of them to take some Rebs players. Especially if Turner's not back yet, I could just throw Knight into my team just for the... He costs no money because he sucks. Um, but yeah, why don't we talk about what defenders you picked? And I'll talk about the defenders I've picked. And I think I have a I have a common theme that will make sense in light of this discussion with my defender picks. But I'm interested to hear who you've highlighted. Um, well, I put Brezza on my bench. Yeah, me too. Just to see Montreal goalie. if uh, Atlanta continues to struggle scoring goals. They're creating a ton of chances, but they're not, they're not like super high quality chances. So I don't, I don't love that. But again, given the lack of options and just given that it's like a bench play and their defenders are so cheap, I think it's like a good shout. Yeah, you know, at a certain point, it just feels random. I mean, it definitely is. It's really, like, I mean, I think predicting clean sheets is in general sort of a fool's errand, but. Um, I mean, I will say one team I just didn't shout out yet, but I think it's just worth, like, Philadelphia has been sort of our go-to clean sheet team this year, I think. I'm not, I'm not interested on the road in Nashville's new stadium. That sounds terrible. Yeah, right, their opening game. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the new stadium? I saw clips of it. It looks very nice. It's a place I'd like to go see a game. Get some hot chicken. Maybe when you visit, when you attend your next bachelorette party. Yeah. Oh, what a dream bachelorette party. Go to an MLS game. 
I'm sure that's what they're all doing. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's why uh, everyone goes to Nashville. I think they should open MLS franchises in all the places with their bachelorette parties in Nashville, in Asheville, North Carolina, and Scottsdale, Arizona. That's gonna be the thirtieth team, Scottsdale. Um, yeah, okay, you Brezza. Who else? Um, I have Galese. Yeah, he feels. Yeah, I think it's Galese, but yeah, he feels the. He feels like the the strongest candidate. I think that's going to be a popular switcheroo this week is like Brezza on the bench and Gaiese on the field. Yeah, well. The, my only Gaiese problem is he's like 9.1 or something, which for a goalkeeper is quite expensive. Yeah. So my strategy this week, because I looked at all these clean or all these games and was like, I don't feel really great about any of them. Um, and in in light of recent events where I'm just not hitting on any bench plays, I'm not doing switcheroos. Okay, that's fine. And I have decided that I would like to look for some defenders that have the possibility of being more involved and getting more bonus points on a regular basis. Sure. So... So who you got? So right now I have Brandon Bai. He does score occasionally. It's fine. He's not a bonus point guy. He's like a goal involvement guy. Yeah. So like well, he, that's like, what I. Oh, okay. Then yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, goal involvement is is good to me. Okay. It you know goal involvement feels like a similar bet to making a bet on clean sheets this week for these matchups. I yeah, I think that's true. Um, and then I did have two. I'm you know as as I hear your suggestions. Um. I actively make changes to my team. So I did have two LAFC defenders, but now I've switched one of them for Schlegel. Yeah, Schlegel feels like the most, like, I think he'll be owned by basically everyone this week. He's just still cheap. I don't know if I want to go for another Orlando defender, because I did have Facundo Torres. Mm, Great mind. Think alike. And that's three. Yeah. But I don't know if I should go for another Orlando defender and if that if there's just another midfielder. So right now I have Mario from LAFC. Okay. And I have some open spots as I'm actively making changes. But that's who I have. I'm not doing... I'm just not spending my money on switcheroos. I don't feel like... I mean, there's five, five defense spots. I don't feel like I can pick... Like, I don't feel confident enough in any of these, like, early teams that would have cheap defenders that they are actually going to get a clean sheet to like spend my money on them, you know? Yeah. So I, I had the same thought about like, I don't think any of these teams are good clean sheet shouts, but I decided to do switcheroos for that reason, thinking, well, two shots is better than one and just taking crazy cheap people. So I'll roll through my bench here and I'll, I'll even say the prices so you can see how I'm talking about how cheap this is. Um, and it's freed me up a lot of money, which I think is good. So, um, I will say the only, did we, did I mention NYCFC? Yeah, I think I said they were an okay shout, right? I wasn't paying attention. Really? Um, I, that game screams goals, goals, goals to me. I think I did, I think I did say them. I think I said they've been a little bit leaky. Those te- like, NYCFC has been involved in just like incredibly, like, Well, yeah, scoring. I mean, last week was 5-4. But, like, I, I feel like throughout the season they've been doing this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm wearing last year colored glasses with them. Uh, maybe I just have a... But, 
I think they've been. I, I think they've been. I mean, they're just a strong team at home. Like, yeah, they tend to be shipping out some goals, but yeah, actually, I don't think. I guess they haven't. They haven't let up as many goals as I thought. But they're. I guess they're just scoring a lot of. goals. They are scoring a lot of goals. They're really regressing. I think up to there. There needs to be a better word, like for, like regressing. Just has like a really negative connotation. Like regressing to the mean seems to imply that like you were overperforming and now you're going down. Mm-hmm. But like. It's, I think it's still regressing to the mean if you were underperforming and you go up. I don't know if that's right. It's not progressing. I don't know what the word would be. Um, I don't know what the word would be, but I think you're wrong. Okay. Um, if you know what the word is, let us know. So, okay. So here, here's who I have. Um, I have Brezza. He's sitting at 4.8. I don't really give a fuck how terrible Montreal's defense is. That's so cheap. Um, Alistair Johnson, another Montreal show. Again, I'm not endorsing... This is like a great clean sheet play. This is, these are bench punts. Like, if you want the best opportunity to get a clean sheet, spend up on Orlando defenders. Just want to put that out here before I get railed for, for making all these terrible advice, all this terrible advice right now. Um, I have Shane O'Neill. I don't, S O'Neill. Is that Shane O'Neill? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, from Toronto, who I frankly think has no, I think it has very little chance of keeping a clean sheet, but it's such an early game and their defenders are so cheap that I'm willing to just chuck it out there. Um, again, the Cincinnati matchup isn't good. Cincinnati's been quite good at creating chances this year, um, but you never know where shit's happened. Um, so those are just complete bench punts. And then in my lineup, I have Brad Knighton, who's really cheap. It's like, I don't know. Again, that's that's not a great one. Henry Kessler... Again, the Revs at home against Miami, just betting on home teams. Um, and then I have Schlegel and Huan for both from Orlando. Um, and so Huan's the most expensive defender I have at 7.1. Everybody else is under 6 mil. So that, that freed up a lot of money for the rest of my team. So if I, if I can get lucky on one or two of those, I'll be happy, I think. I just don't, I just don't feel confident that any of these other teams are going to easily keep clean sheets. It's like, why would I pay up? For Wagner or I don't know Hollingshead or uh, who else? What what's that Chicago guy who's been really good? Mm. Chichos or something? No. Uh, oh yeah yeah. Um, like I just yeah I just don't think I'm gonna like pay up for those players when I'm kind of strapped for cash. Oh, should we talk about? Should we at least mention the fact that there are teams on buy this week? Oh footballs! There are teams on buy this week. Seattle and Vancouver. I don't even think I even noticed. Rip. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Seattle and Vancouver on bye this week. <laughs> um, Seattle being on bye is good because that just helps us. Because they're going to play midweek CONCACAF Champions League game, the first game of the final against Pumas. And so there would probably be rotation if they played this weekend. And then Vancouver, I don't really give a shit about, but I guess that in part is why it's a little bit harder to pick clean sheets is because nobody's playing against Vancouver. So when you, if you do switch your ruse and you hit on some bench plays, uh, those, those are good players to put in your lineup or the Vancouver players probably. Cause they'll probably be cheap. Um, okay. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. I didn't notice. They weren't really on my radar. I think Vancouver definitely wasn't. I guess I just didn't notice that Seattle wasn't playing. Okay. Um, is that it for defenses? Is there anyone else we want like, is there anything else we should like talk about with the defenses or should we just move to the midfield? Um, I mean, I don't think like, I mean, I, yeah. So 
I guess you could spend up for Colorado players too if you want. But again, these Colorado players are so expensive, and it's like, is Portland? Portland's not that bad. I guess I would go with Austin Trusty if I'm going to pick a Colorado defender. For some reason, he's, uh, you know, they're actually not that expensive. No, they're not. Abu Bakr is very expensive, and then everyone else is not. So, uh, you know, honestly, I have the money. I could be convinced to potentially upgrade one of these guys to a to a Colorado defender. But for now, I'll wait. For now, I'll wait. Um, that was that felt a little rambly. All around, um, Colorado and Orlando are probably my two best clean sheet shots. I don't know if you have anyone else that you really think is good. No. Okay. No, I really don't. And I don't feel like I feel like less than fifty percent at Colorado. And I feel probably like more like sixty five percent with Orlando. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. Uh, no, I don't feel good about any of these. Okay, let's hop into that that midfield because my midfield is looking quite spicy, and I, that's because I spent no money on defense. So who you got? <laughs> I have Rodriguez from NYCFC. Yes. I don't know what his first name is. Uh, Santiago. Might be, might be Sarah. We'll never know. Sarah Rodriguez. Sarah yes. Rodriguez. Darling wish, of MLS. I wish to be Sarah Rodriguez. Sweetheart of MLS. Just kidding. Um, Wait, what? Karen. Uh, <laughs> I have Mihailovic. Yeah. Oh, boy. We have the same five. We might have the same five. I only have four, so. Oh, okay. No. Well, you have to have a fifth player. Again, I told you. Oh, he's a sub. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I have Heal and. Yep. I have Osorio. Ugh, we almost had the same five before, whatever. Um, yeah, Osorio's good. I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about... I, I, the, Osorio is my, my... I would rather just pay up for... Pay the point one extra for Pozuelo, to be honest. Okay. Even though Osorio has a higher average, um, I think Pozuelo has higher upside than Osorio. All right. Because Pozuelo takes set pieces, right? Sure, if you say so. So I basically have the same team as you. I have Mihailovic, Pozuelo, Rodriguez, Facundo Torres, and Carlos Hill. Um, Mihailovic, I think, is, like, easy this week. Atlanta have been a little bit leaky at the back. They've been okay. Um, not, not, I, I think, like, MLS average, honestly, when it comes to defending. Uh, but Mihailovic has been very good. I mean, does he have the highest or second highest average of all midfielders? No, he can't. Um, he's up there, though. He's, like... Fifth, maybe. That's so good. That dude that dude should be in Europe, honestly. Um so I think Georgie Mihailovic is good. I would love to throw him on my bench if I could, just because well, no, the game's not actually as early as I thought. Never mind. It's at four o'clock. So yeah, Mihailovic, easy, easy play for me. Um I think Pozuelo will be a little bit controversial because he has not lived up to his expectations or uh, the sort of lofty expectations that he's set while being in this league. Um, but Toronto played really well. Even like even losing and sort of getting shit on by New York City this past week. Um, they've created a lot offensively. And I think like in a home game against Cincinnati should be good for them. So I'm fine with Pozuelo this week. I don't care if he's not exactly the player he was before. He's been performing. He has a high average. He's had a couple of mad weeks. But he gets bonus points pretty regularly. So I don't, I don't know how to argue with that to be honest. Um, I guess, like, an alternative could be Zellerion if you wanted, but I'd rather have Pozuelo this week. Um, Sandy Rodriguez just feels like an easy have because he's so cheap, and as long as Maxi Morales is injured, he'll start and play and is involved in the offense. Um, just plugging along the line, Facundo Torres. I think any part of the Orlando midfield is good, but Facundo is your best bet. So, like, you could... 
Like, I wouldn't pay more to have Mauricio Pereira than Facundo Torres, personally. Torres is a much more electric player, um, and much, like, much, much higher upside than Pereira does. Um, I wouldn't take a junior or so. And then do I, like, I don't know, do I need to talk about heel? I've got the band on him this week. Me too. Feels, just feels easy. Even, I mean, he's performing even with just this, like, frankly terrible Rebs offense. It, when Buxa plays, I'm always comfortable captaining heel. The only time I don't feel comfortable captaining heel is if Buxa is not on the field. So, like, maybe we'll be having a different conversation come July, but... Is, for, is Buxa leaving? It's not official, but it is. it has been widely understood and, like suspected that he'll be gone this summer. Does he have, like, a team to go to? I don't know which team he'll go to, but many teams. The most, so, like, the early in the winter, it was, like, Leicester City was interested in him. Um, the more recent one was, like, Pisa, which is actually a Serie B team, which is the second division in Italy. Um, I actually think that would be, I mean, I think that would be below his level. I think he could cut it as, like, a, a low table Serie A, like, top division Italian team type of player. But I could see maybe, I don't know, maybe Pisa is on its way up this coming season. I'm not sure. Um, point being, he'll be he'll be there. He'll be, or he'll have offers, so. He's been very good. I mean, 15 goals last year. He led the Polish division in scoring when before he came to the Rebs. Poland national team. He scored goals for them, so. No reason to think that, like, he won't be getting serious offers from Europe, and he already said he wants to go. So, long story short, I, I sort of expect Buxa to be gone this summer. Turner's going to be gone this summer, and so the Reds are going to look a little different. Although they already look terrible, so I don't really know like what what to make of that. <laughs> different, worse, or different, better? <laughs> different. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know can how they, they look worse. I, no, I don't think they can look worse. So they might, you know. <laughs> the Reds just signed an attacking an attacking player. Is it someone old and washed up? No, 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 no. It's a U twenty, a U twenty two initiative guy. His name's Dylan Barrero. Um, he came over from Atletico Mineiro in Brazil, and he's supposed to be good. He's young. He's only twenty, but by all accounts, he seems to be a talented player. So I'm, I'm interested in that. I think he's supposed to be sort of like a a Tejon Buchanan replacement. It's like a, a dynamic attacking winger. Mm. So. It's a name to keep an eye on. Um, I don't know when he's going to actually join the team yet. Um, they also signed a new goalie. I don't. That doesn't matter. We don't even talk about that. Uh, are there any other midfielders that people are probably thinking about that we want to give words of advice on or words of warning? Why didn't Zellerion play last week? I don't know. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe he was injured. Didn't really pay attention to that. I'm going to look it up. Or I'm going to... I'm going to plug his name into Twitter and see what I can find. Um, oh, boy. I'm not finding anything, like, particularly helpful. Um, I think if he plays this week, though... How would you feel about, fine. like, a Drew see this week? Eh, it's okay. I don't know. Honestly. I'm having a hard time gauging Houston. Yeah, me too. I can't tell if I just... Like, there are a number of teams where I'm just like, honestly, I don't know. Like, teams where I just never put the players on my team, and every time a team... You know, every time I look at a matchup they're involved in, I'm like, eh, who knows? And Houston's one of them. Yeah, Houston's tough. And, yeah, I just don't know. I don't Because know they used to be quite bad. I don't know if that's like a... Just because I haven't watched any of their games this year, so I just don't 
know or if it's just like a they are just kind of a meh team i think they are um i think a meh team is accurate um they they've defended better than last year like they were super leaky defensively last year they've tightened things up a little bit um pablo nagamore is doing a good job with them so like yeah i don't know um you know who's a player who could be really interesting this week? He's very expensive. I get the impression people don't want to pay up for him. But he's been stellar this year. Is Lucho Acosta. I was just going to ask about him. On the road at... I mean, I know I just said I was going to put a Toronto defender on my bench. But I think I've made it clear that I don't actually expect that to be a good move. I, I, frankly, I'm probably going to change that. That that might be a step too far for me. Um But man, Lucho Acosta's been so good this year. I mean, he's been so good. He's been good ever since he joined Cincinnati. And actually, I feel like he kind of had a slow start, but anyway. Did he? To the season or in general? To the season. Ah, 4-4-8-5-7-6-9-9. I mean, I guess two fours isn't great, but it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like that's a slow start. (laughs) Um, He... Man, he is really, really interesting. And you said Toronto's leaky, right? Oh, they're so bad defensively. I think I... Well, here's so... I I, I gotta look to see how many goals... I mean, I don't think they've shipped the most goals this year, but they might have. I know, it's gotta be San Jose's. Um, 17 goals against. That's the most in the East. Tied with Vancouver. San Jose shipped 20 this year. Um... Yeah, man. I I don't know how many people are going to be, like, brave enough to pay up for Acosta, but, like... I might do it. I'm just... I mean, I'd rather have him than Zellerion. I'm... uh, You know what, Ryan? As you were chit-chatting away and I wasn't paying attention, what I was doing was finagling with my team more. And I, I, you know, clicked Zellerion, and then he didn't play last week, and I don't know if we ever got down to why he didn't play last week, but... I never figured it out. (laughs) Well, whatever. He didn't play. Maybe he'll play this week. Who knows? But then... I think he was injured. But then I was looking through again at other options, and I was like, you know what? Acosta versus Toronto might be okay. And then I put him on my team. It's like we have the same brain. Yeah. Should we talk about... Are there... Are there, like, budget people? Because I feel like everyone we've talked about is expensive. Yeah, right. We should probably... We should probably talk about... I mean, I'm kind of, like... I actually don't have much to like I mean, present this week because I'm I've decided I'm just paying up for people. I mean, I will say if you're gonna pay up anywhere, the midfield is always a place you should pay up, right? Like I That's... saw someone someone that I did look at like this week was like Etienne, but he only he's been like playing he hasn't been playing games, so I don't really. I feel kind of I I don't remember if I said this on this podcast or not. So I I feel like I can't, you know, it's not going to be verifiable, obviously. Um, but Etienne, man, that guy was, like, that guy was fool's gold from, from week one, I think. I don't know. I had a good week with him. He was great. No, but he was like Randall Leal. Remember Randall Leal last year? Yeah. Randall Leal was sick through, like, three weeks, and everyone was like, that guy, he's a big deal. Randall Leal's a nice player. Derek Etienne, also a nice player. But, like, these guys aren't... They're just like not they're they they're they're role guys. I don't know. They're not they're not high performing MLS players. What about any of these like RSL people? Like, yeah. I never, I never RSL and Columbus are two teams that I think have honestly flown under the radar for how bad they've 
been in the past. Like, RSL are winless in five. I think Columbus are yeah. winless in, like, four. They're, they they haven't been very good. Oh, well, okay. The, the, the wheels have fallen off a little bit on both of those teams. Um, Columbus I'm a little surprised about. RSL I'm not because they don't have a good roster. I frankly don't understand how RSL was even good to start this year. Um, but I said that last year, too, and they made the, like, Western Conference Final or some bullshit. So, yeah, I, I just don't... I don't... I don't love those. I'm looking at the budget, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling into the sevens right now, the seven mil range. Nobody's speaking to me. Um, yeah. Wow, yikes. Oh, boy. Maybe the sevens and sixes are too low, honestly. Because I'm not seeing anything I like. Uh... What about Jackson Yule? Oh, God, no. Oh, my God, no. Do not play Jackson Yule. Did he have a good fantasy week at all this year? This year? He he had a good week this week. Oh, you know who? Oh, ho, ho, ho. I don't think you should play this week, but I just saw him, and I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Christian Espinoza for San Jose. Mm-hmm. He had 22 points this last week. And he's, like, I mean, he's a good player. Like, he was really good last year. I think... Goals, goals, goals. I think... He's just someone... He's, he's very cheap. He's at 8.3. I just feel like he's somebody I need to, like, remember exists. Um, what, about, uh, what about, like... These are not super cheap, but, like, the Atlanta midfielders. Yeah, they're fine. You could do it. About, I mean, Shakiri's at 9.3. You could probably play Shakiri. What about Velasco? You liked Velasco last week. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't do that well this week, but... I don't... I mean... Pomacall. <laughs> I take. I think I'd take Velasco over Pomacall. Um... About Sifuentes. Yeah, Sifuentes is good. Sifuentes is fine. The home game is just good. Montreal's, uh, sorry, Minnesota's defense has been okay. Not like, not like the best or anything. I got a clean sheet last week. Um, I think Dallas on the road at Sporting Kansas City is interesting. I mean, SKC have been pretty bad, right? But I just, like, I just find it hard. I don't, like, I find it hard to predict. But I think, like, they're okay. I think they're, like, sneaky. Yeah, I, I mean, think I'm, I think my like big advice this week is like you should pay up for the midfielders. There are many yeah. good good midfielders with with good matchups. So yeah, don't well, don't don't get cute. That is what I have done. All right, shall we move on to the forwards and wrap this podcast? Yes. I have right now because I just readjusted my team, so now I have uh, Acosta as a fifth midfielder. Kellen Acosta? No, Luke. Oh, Luke Joe Acosta, right, right, right. Um, no, Kellen Acosta. Hi, we were talking about LAFC, I don't know. Um, I have Castellanos. Yeah. And I have Jimenez. Yeah, I think everybody and their mother are going to have both Castellanos and Jimenez this week. Um, which is fine. My mother actually doesn't play MLS Fantasy. I'm gonna, I'm putting Jimenez on my bench because I'm not willing to take the fall if he comes back down to earth with everybody else. Um, even though he's like 9.3. Castellanos just feels so, I mean, just feels so safe to me. I don't know. Um. Goals, goals, goals. Yeah. If, if you can't afford him, put Talos Magno in your team. Just get, get a, get some of that. Are you comfortable making that suggestion? Totally. Yeah. Why? Well, what about? He was good last year. Why are you overlooking whatever? Tiago Andrade? Yeah. I don't know because I like I rate Talos Magno more. Talos Magno is better, but but he but Andrade has been better. Andrade has had two better games. He's had he has three goals and an assist in two games. But if you look at what Talos Magno has done over the course of the but season, but he also hasn't played. He also didn't get wasn't getting minutes at the beginning of the season. 
I think Telus. Yeah, I don't know. They're, I'm I mean, just, I'm just they're, wondering they're why you're so, you're so confident. Because I, because I, I watch enough NYCFC and I just like Telus Magno better as a player. I think, like, I just find him to be a more explosive, higher upside player than Andrade. Andrade is good. I like. There's nothing wrong with Andrade. They're both fine. They cost about the same. They have roughly the same average. I think that like makes perfect sense. Would you put both of them? No. Because they're not both going to do well in one game. No, it's... sorry, not both. Like, Castellanos and one of them. Oh, I don't know. I thought about that. Um, that, like, I don't like doing that, even though that can pay off, right? That certainly can pay off, but... Goals, goals, goals. Right. And it's been goals, 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 but it's not going to be goals, goals, goals forever. I mean, they, what, they've scored, what have they scored? Like, 11 goals in two weeks? They're not going to do that again. Goals, goals, goals. All right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue <laughs> with that. Um... <laughs> It's not a good idea to to split production, like to have multiple forwards on the same team. I I used to have a a t shirt that it was just like the stupid graphic t shirt that I, it was like a soccer shirt, whatever. It said "Girls have goals." Oh, that's awesome! Or something, or like "Girls got goals." I think so. I some something stupid. I want that shirt. It would be too small for you. Well, I want like an I want like an adult one for me. I don't want oh, okay. that specific one. I'm gonna I'll I'll find it. Maybe maybe it will be a visual aid to this this week. I have I have some pictures in it. Sweet. We have a number of you have a picture pictures of the shirt. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we have a number of pictures we need to post the Montgomery biscuit and the the hockey thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Don't I like mid, stacking midfielders and forwards is good because generally midfielders and forwards play off each other and have like dual goal involvements but like the production is usually mutually exclusive between forwards right not always but more often than not last week no but again nycfc are not going to score five plus goals every single week goals 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 i mean they could score i will say like they could score five goals again this week at san jose but sorry it's actually a soccer ball that has like maybe wings and it says girls gotta have goals oh even better oh wow that's powerful (laughs) Nice color too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't even mention I have Jesus Jimenez on my bench. I have Castellanos and I have Carlos Vela. You can't you can't stop me from picking Carlos Vela. I just as long as I can afford him, I'm gonna keep doing it. Um as I... It would have been better for me to have not picked him last week and picked Castellanos instead, but I don't care. Actually at at the time it felt really bad because Castellanos jumped out to like a really early lead, but then it ended up being a difference of like three points or whatever. So it actually was fine. How's Minnesota defensively? Decent. Not like the best in the league by any means, but they're fine. I feel like we've watched LAFC recently. Look a little sluggish. Yeah. Like, I think they miss Brian Rodriguez, honestly. Like they don't. Honestly, uh, Minnesota only have two clean sheets all year. It, it, it feels like, Oh no, maybe they have three. They have three. That's almost half. Yes, yeah, true. Of eight weeks, they, it it feels like they haven't looked as, this as scary. This isn't LAFC of old. We're not getting old Carlos Vela back. I don't. But I mean, I'm looking. So he's a forward. I'm just looking at his production. It's like 18. I'm going to ignore the week he got injured. I think that's fair. Um, and he got that two against Miami. That wasn't great. He got 12, 5, 4, 3, 9. Like for a forward, that's production I want. I know for Vela we expect more, but like. That that just that's just like for me that's production worth keeping in my team. But would I, you rather would you recommend Vela or like paying up for midfielders? Paying up for midfielders, I think. 
I mean, it's just the midfielders are just gonna have, like, the reason Vela's worth paying for is because he has somewhat similar to the floor of a midfielder, you know? But, like, if you could just get the midfielders, get the midfielders. He looked a little injured this past week. He did come off injured. We'll have to keep an eye on that. I don't have any news on that, actually. I, maybe I can find out. My Twitter searches haven't been super useful lately. <laughs> this is where I just get all my news. Well, once once uh, Elon, Musk's, Elon Musk reinstates free speech on the platform, then I think you'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. People are being censored. Yeah, their, people are not... In their reporting. Not, yeah, and... they're not able to say what the injuries are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any... I don't see anything about the injury. Oh, wait. Why don't I say Carlos Vela injury? Instead of just typing Carlos Vela. Uh, nothing. It's probably fine. We'll see. Keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be like... I don't know. <laughs> like, if you if you have to choose between heel and Vela, like, keep healing your team. If I have to choose between Mihaila Hitvich and Vela... Keep Mihailovic, I think. Honestly, I for any of the I mean, I guess like Pozuelo, you could it's sort of a toss up. Alright, let's 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 talk about let's wrap this up. Let's talk about if there are any other forwards you think are good this week. Uh yeah. So we should probably talk about Taxi Funtas, the new Taxi Cab. Yeah, Taxi Cab, the new designated player, the Greek forward for DC United, who shit on the Rebs last week. <laughs> He was, yeah, he was great. Um, you can play him this week. It's you like said Columbus hasn't been that good. Yeah, Columbus haven't been that good, so it's fine. Um, On the road, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't expect 16 points again, which is what he got this past week. He looked, he looked very good. He looked electric, but like I don't know, this just feels like Spadersky a little bit to me. Which, like, I don't mean that in a bad way, but like this is a really good player who's like really made a big splash in his first two games. I just, like, you know, you got to be careful. You don't, like, Spadersky has not been playable the past, like, three, four weeks in fantasy, right? Um, and so you just, like, want to be careful not to just, like, blindly pick them because they're good players. Um, so let's see. Uh, Leo Campana, on the other hand, is totally, like, I'd rather have Campana than than Funtas this week. Like, the Revs' defense is, is just, like, straight <laughs> bad. And I, I know I'm saying that the Revs are, like, a potential like, budget clean sheet option, but, I mean, again, they're budget because they've been so horrible, and Campana's just in, like, incredible form, which, like, is form a real thing? I guess. I don't really know. I never, the thing I never know about form is, like, when to stop relying on it, you know? No, I, no, I don't. Well, it's, like, it's the whole, it's the whole Derek Etienne thing, right? It was, like, you know, how long, how, like, how long do you ride the hot hand until, until it burns you? Um, like, I, I, Campana, like, I think this is a week Campana actually, like, could burn you, you know? Just because, like, Jaws Stadium is a hard place to play or whatever. Um, but, like, yeah, it's good. Uh, Buxa, I think, is a great player this week. Mm, I did put him on my yeah. team, and then I decided against it. Yeah, would definitely, like, I would probably have Buxa. I, like, personally, I'm maybe a little biased, but I think I would have... I mean, I think even unbiased, I think I would rather have Buxa than Campana this week. Um, mainly, the the main reason there being home team. And because Buxa is a better player than Campana. Um, I think. You don't think so? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm qualified I mean, Campana's very good. I don't want to make it sound like... Opinion on like, I think actually it was a little harsh for me to compare him to Derek Etienne. He's like a... He's league's better player than Derek Etienne in my book. But he's like... I don't know. Yeah. What about Rubio? Colorado. Blech. You... I, I promise, you just can't make me pick Diego Rubio. He's so streaky. Also, I mean, 
What about like Maybe he's, uh, Orlando forwards? Oh yeah, Orlando forwards are are good if you can figure them out. Like Pato, if he plays the ninety, is great. Uh, they they I think the the whole rotation with them was because of the midweek champion, uh, the midweek U.S. Open Cup game. So I'm not worried about that. I think Kara and Pato are very viable plays this week. What about Chicharito this week? Fine, you could do it. It's just like he's expensive. I don't. I don't know. I want to pay up for a road forward like that. What about Quintero against Austin? Yeah, uh, uh, it's a bench play for me. I think, but it's just like such a nice, safe bench play that I like. It. Like about, as a starter, I'm like eh, but as a bench play, I'm like oh yeah. What about Kyoto? Fine. Like I, I no qualms with any of these picks. Ah, there are a lot of forwards I want to pick now. What about? And now we're getting into kind of low averages. I think all of those are okay. Like, honestly, those are all dealer's choice to me. Like, if I had to, I don't know, if I had to rank them. Um, I think I have Buxa one. Uh, who do we talk about? <laughs> I heard it uh, Rubio, Campana. All right. Uh, Pato, Cara. It's probably. Chicharito, right. Quintero. Oh, God. Okay, it's like Buxa. Kyoto. Uh, it's like Buxa, Pato, mm, Campana. No. Yeah. Quintero. Uh, Kyoto Funtas. I don't know. I probably missed someone there. That's fine. They're all fine. They're all good. I like most of those guys more on the bench than I do in your lineup, but like that would be easy to do because New York City and, and LAFC play on Sunday. So throw one of those guys on your bench, dealer's choice, and see what happens. Okay. Yeah, that seems pretty good. It's an interesting week. So we excited to see what happens. I don't know what to make of, like, some of these teams anymore. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with DC United. I thought San Jose was going to look different with the new coach, but they're still, like, just absolute mad ladding it out there. Can't teach an old dog new tricks, Ryan. That's true. It's, it's illegal. What about Zardes? No. Oh, right. I mentioned Rubio. Rubio is pretty low on my list. What about, oh, what do I, I think it was a great move for Colorado. They need, like, they need a guy like Sardis. Do you think that'll ever come to fantasy relevance? Yeah, I think so. I think he'll be, like, a, a sort of spot play in good matchups. I have to, I, we have to see if they can create enough. Like, they haven't been good at finishing, but they also, like, don't really create enough anyway. So, I think we need to see if Colorado can actually start consistently scoring goals before I'm willing to, to be in on Zardes, but... It was a, it's a step in the right direction for Colorado. I can't believe... I mean, they got him for so cheap. They got him for like 300k in allocation money. I don't know what any of this means. I mean, it's just like like the Revs should have done that instead of paying <laughs> for like so Josie much money Altador. for Josie Altidore. Like, I was fine with Josie Altidore. They're just paying him a shit ton. Ryan, who's better at soccer, me or Josie Altidore? Josie Altidore is so much better than you. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Josie Altidore is not that bad. He just looks a little washed, honestly. Who scored more goals this season, me or Josie Altador? Josie Altador. I don't know why you don't believe me that Josie Altador scored a goal. He has scored a goal. I, I didn't watch it. Um, If Rennick starts again this week, you could get a super cheap player out of him. How much does he? Well, okay. Well, you can look it up. <laughs> it's really cheap. Like, he's um 5.3. He didn't go the full 60 last week, though, so that's not great. Yeah. Okay. I feel fine with that. I think we've covered our races. Oh, uh, obligatory, you could probably play Brooks Lennon just because of offense. I don't know. He probably didn't do well last week, but... No, he didn't. He's creating a ton, though. 
Yeah, yeah, two. Okay, that's pretty... Honestly, there's no floor there. He's just taking a ton of corners and, and crossing a lot. I guess it's not translating into fantasy production. Never mind, I take it back. Well, I don't take it back. You can play Brooks Lennon, but he's not cheap, so I don't really know why you'd want to. Okay, I like it. I think that's that's satisfactory. Who should, what team should we make mascots for this week? Oh, um, I mean, should we should we start with our home team, or should we just like should we start with the newest, like the most recent to enter the league? Should we have any sort of rhyme and reason, or do we just want to pick one? Um, we could start from worst to best. In terms of, like, standings. The problem is that'll change fluidly over the course of the season. Yeah. Last year's standings. Could do that. We just pull them randomly out of a hat. Could also do that. All right. We won't announce what team we're doing. We'll just we'll just throw it out there when it happens. Yeah. Cool. Fun little side project. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, sorry there was so much random shit. Sorry, Shmari. Um, but that's what you get with this podcast. Yeah. It's what you wanted. It's what yeah. you signed up for. You were practically begging for it. Yeah. Well, um, okay. <laughs> Good quality MLS advice per usual oh. from your boy and your girl. I don't want to go that far. From MLS, MLS's sweetheart. Yeah, from MLS's sweethearts. Yes. Follow us at Undesignated MLS on Twitter. Are we the cutest MLS couple that exists? I don't know. There are probably a lot of MLS couples yeah. out there. <laughs> I don't know what an MLS couple But would in a much be. realer sense, yes. Obviously we are. Yeah. We're probably the cutest MLS fantasy podcasting couple. Probably. Yeah. I don't know too many other. We've got that going for us. Yeah. Okay. Have a good week nine, everyone. But not as good as me, probably. Happy MLSing. Yeah. Yes, that. All right. TTYL BFFs. I was envisioning the podcast ending after I said happy MLSing. No. <laughs> I have to get the last word in. Okay. Bye. Bye. No. Bye.